Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. As we check elsewhere around North Dakota, Devil's Lake is starting to see a little better walleye and perch success. It's still spotty, but try low light, late morning, or early evening hours, especially in Creel Bay or East Devil's Lake. Lake Ashtabula remains the most consistent lake around the region, with an ongoing bite for a variety of species, including now some crappie. Pike, however, remain on the elusive side of things. Access improved as snow settled on many smaller east-central lakes, so more anglers can get around for some late-season activity. One place anglers are enjoying a little bit of a better pike bite is on the east end of Lake Sakakawea. It's still not as good as it probably could get as we move closer to spring, but try large baits such as herring or smelt on Stanky, Centennial, Garrison, or Douglas Bays, as well as around those south shore bays. Concentrate in 20 feet, but you'll also want to try a little shallower water. Walleye are scattered and occasional at best on the east end, and it's still slow in the midsection around the Van Hook Arm. Lake Audubon's producing a few walleye on the east end of the lake, but the Missouri River tail race still doesn't have much activity. Don't forget about those elk, moose, and bighorn sheep applications due March 23rd for North Dakota residents. Just think, that deadline is only two days after the official first day of spring. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale. And she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. And so we brought him on back, and we're gonna we're gonna find out what the North Dakota Wildlife Federation is all about. John, welcome back to Gone Outdoors. Hey, thanks guys for having me uh, back. It was great to to talk about the Report All Poachers program last time with you. Uh, I'm excited to share a little bit more about the the Wildlife Federation here in North Dakota. You bet, John. Tell us what the connection was for those who didn't catch that earlier segment. Report All Poachers is the line that that folks can call to report crimes, uh, wildlife crimes. But what's the connection to the North Dakota Wildlife Federation? Uh, the Report All Poachers program is uh, a partnership with Game and Fish, State Radio, and the North Dakota Wildlife Federation. So kind of uh, three branches to the, to the same program. Uh, the federation does all of the administrative work, part of the outreach, and that, that, that's the connection on the wrap. And I'm going to give you the, the wrap phone number uh, one more time. It's 701. 
328-9921. If I'm on here, I'm going to stress the importance of making that call if you see anything when you're out ice fishing, coyote hunting, whatever you may be doing right now in the outdoors. Uh, if you see something, say something. Excellent. I would uh, I would echo that. Uh, I know we're very in support of folks taking care of uh, and, and holding accountable those who are out using the resources. But John, the North Dakota Wildlife Federation does a whole lot more than just report all poachers. Uh, you're involved in a lot of other things. Tell us a little bit about the organization as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've been around for over 85 years. And uh, since our beginning, we've advocated for the conservation of wildlife for habitat and access for North Dakota's hunters, anglers, and other outdoor users. We were formed in the 30s by hunters, anglers, farmers, and ranchers who kind of looked around and saw the, the destruction, the uh, lack of habitat, you know, the low numbers of, of game populations that were, were around in the start of our uh, 20th century. And they came together and restored wildlife in this country. It's a, our story as a federation is kind of the story of the, the North American model of wildlife, which is pretty cool to see. We continue in that today. We work kind of all across the state on habitat, wildlife policy, and then access for, for North Dakota's hunters, anglers, trappers, and other you know, recreational users, cross-country skiers, mountain bikers. Uh, everyone kind of benefits from, from the work that we do. Hey, John, I got a question for you. Is this organization a federal or state organization, or is it made up of, of outdoors people or a combination of each? You know, when you say the, the North Dakota Wildlife Federation, what is it? Are there members? Are, are there people that are members of that? Great question. Uh, we are truly a, a grassroots organization. We are made up of individual members. Uh, we're also made up of affiliate clubs across the, the state. So you might think of a, your local rod and gun club or wildlife club. They can choose to be a member of the Wildlife Federation here in the state of North Dakota. On a more national scale, each state has an, a federation similar to us. Uh, Minnesota, it's Minnesota Conservation Federation. Our uh, neighbors to the south, it's South Dakota Wildlife Federation all post a similar role in each state, but work on their kind of individual issues. Our, our issues here in the state of North Dakota, we primarily focus on wildlife habitat. We work up at the Capitol during the legislative session to ensure that the politicians do right by hunters, anglers, um, and trappers here in the state, that they're not passing bad wildlife legislation without hearing from their constituents. And so, again, we work kind of on that, that policy side and habitat side, but we also work with our local communities uh, to get the, the next generation involved. This past year, we've supported over $15,000 uh, each year in youth shooting sports grants, your local clay target league, your local uh, archery in the schools programs. We fund those with our affiliate partners, uh, which is something that I am personally invested in. I like to, to ensure that we have the, the next generation of sportsmen ready to go. By funding those programs, we ensure that not only are they, you know, one great shots, but two will become ethical hunters in the field. Isn't that what it's about, right? Training and passing on that outdoor heritage to the next generation. 
John, uh, very much appreciate all of the work that this uh, organization, the organization you're involved in. How, do, how is this organization funded? Do you do fundraisers? Do you get grants? Do you? How do you manage? How can people out there that are listening support your cause? Great question. Uh, and the answer is a, a little bit of both. We are a small, scrappy organization. Uh, we're supported by individual members and donations from those members. We've been blessed with uh, a few people who have left us in their in their planning, their estate planning. We also apply for grants through Game and Fish, through other local partners. Uh, two years ago, we were actually selected by uh, Mountain Dew, the, the company, uh, for their outdoors grants for, for some of our youth in the field days. So we're, we're kind of funded by whole diversified sorts of, of money. Uh, the best money, I think, is the one that come from our members. It's, it proves that they believe in our mission and that we're actually carrying it out. Uh, exactly. So the, the, the best way for, for folks to, to learn more and get a little bit more involved with us would be to either find us on Facebook or Instagram at North Dakota Wildlife. Uh, we have a website, NorthDakotaWildlife.org. We're, we're online, we're on the social medias. And my, my I guess, kind of last pitch for you would be if you're a listener and you should really try, um, if you like the outdoors, to get involved with your local affiliate wildlife club. Um, it's a great way to stay involved with the, your community. It keeps you in the loop on the kind of the stuff that we're working on. Um, and it's finally the, the way to pass on our outdoor heritage so that we can ensure that the next generation has the same opportunities as us. Hey, you know, that kind of answered my next question. Um, it sounds like people can help you out financially. Uh, I was going to ask how people help out in other ways with their time and with, with their own resources that way. Um, and it sounds like you just answered that by having them look up the affiliate clubs in, in their area and uh, volunteer time to those organizations. Yep. And we have volunteer opportunities across the state. They range from, uh, you know, getting mentored hunts, uh, out on the landscape during the fall, youth fishing days. Uh, if that's not your thing, we've done wild game cook-offs. If you're more of a fan of the, the meal prepping in the kitchen, uh, if you're interested in the, the policy side of decisions, we can always need more advocates uh, to call into their legislators and let them know how they feel about a particular bill. Uh, there's a whole number of ways to be involved with the Federation. And I think the, the best way is is to to get involved with your local affiliate club, uh, and then you know direct your ind- your individual passion to that club that way. John, thank you, uh, folks, for listening to John Bradley here with North Dakota Wildlife Federation. Well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.